Welcome to the Infinite Spark of Being podcast. My name is Keith Welsh, and in this episode, we are going to be talking about the beauty of demonic force and the uh, little bit of gratitude towards uh, Lucifer. Um, so, trigger warning, uh, couldn't be more sarcastic in saying that. Uh, if you'd like to continue to support me talking about trigger warnings, Lucifer, and the beauty of demonic forces, uh, you could do that at the infinite spark of bean.com. Buy a t shirt, buy a book, buy a t shirt and a book, buy three t shirts and two books. I don't care, it's all uh, helpful. Uh, there's also the Patreon there as well as Venmo. Um, and uh, yeah, if you have any ideas for, I'm, I'm starting to, I know I, I've said this before, but uh, you know. I'm thinking of starting to facilitate a group on Zoom or some, I don't know, platform like that where uh, I would just facilitate a group that would have a, um, you know, a topic um, every week. And if you're interested in that, um, I'll probably put a poll on Instagram, see what happens. I don't know. Anyway, um, so the beauty of demonic forces and a little love towards Lucifer. So, um, let's look at a few things. The idea of grace or the common belief of grace is a favor bestowed onto you by God that you don't deserve. Other people bestowing a favor or, um, you know, Grace. We under, all understand what that means. Um, it's very difficult for us at times to find grace. But um, I was speaking with uh, somebody fairly recently um, who uh, deals with the demon of alcoholism, right? And they were talking about all of the strides that they had made in their life since becoming sober, learning who they were and learning their, learning about their love for art and all of these things that they literally had no idea was even in them. And I said, wow, how lucky you are to be an alcoholic and how lucky you are to have this demonic force right that you have this thing to show you the way right um when we think of the word grace you know a favor bestowed unto us by god that we don't deserve but the reality is this and i've said this to hundreds of clients over the years whether it was somebody dealing with depression or um, drug addiction uh, alcoholism all these things um, was that you wouldn't have made a change and I'm talking to you too listening whether you maybe you're not necessarily an addict or an alcoholic or whatever the fuck the thing is um, there was something painful pushing you towards introspection which is essentially what spirituality is Uh, it's all introspective patterns, learning to become self, you know, uh, self-insightful to kind of insightful in order to be like the, the self-inquiry path to begin 
<clears throat> asking questions and exploring, uh, self-exploration was the word I was trying to think of. Um, so, uh, divorce, death, heartache, the loss of a job, all of these things have been catalysts over the years, uh, to push people towards self-discovery. Um, discoveries and, and, and uh, introspection that brought in richness to your life, enriched your life, made you a happier person, made you a healthier person, and then, but none of that would have happened without that pain. Without pain, humans don't make changes. Nobody changes without pain and discomfort. You just stay the same. I tell people all the time, the worst thing that could have happened to you was you, everyone around you just allowed you to continue to act like an asshole. Or that life continued to, uh, you know, provide you with moments to where you could be a complete piece of shit or just a dolt or a foggy headed fucking whatever it is right that's worst case scenario that's it but instead this pain this demon came along and it hurt you and allowed you the opening to go get help to change your life to begin going to yoga sitting in meditation, reading books, whatever it is. That's grace. You know, um, <clears throat> so I believe I've mentioned that before. So what it is, is it's not that you um, sit around waiting for pain or that you are in pain and you're just so happy to be in pain, but it makes you intensely curious about it. Now, Lucifer means light bringer. And especially within those of us that live in the West, we have that Judeo-Christian um, uh, underpinning to everything, that foundation of this thing where you have God, you have Jesus, you have these, these things that just love you so much. And all the good things that happen to you are because of them. And all the bad things that happen to you because of the devil. Um, the history of the devil alone is fascinating. The idea that Lucifer is the fallen angel is very interesting, too. When you think about the three worlds, heaven, earth, and hell, and that those are the three worlds within a human being, and that that's essentially the chakra system. You have upper chakras, middle chakras, lower chakras. You can't just live in one. You have to have all of them. Lucifer, the light bringer, went from heaven, earth, and then hell. So, light bringer, well, that's interesting, called Lucifer the morning star. They also called Jesus the morning star in the Bible. And it's really fun to, like, look up the explanations for that and listening to these fucking pastors trip over their own words trying to justify all of it. It's hilarious. Um, Venus is also the morning star. Uh, and if you really get into some ufological paranormal stuff and, uh, 
the Venusians. It gets interesting. Uh, Valiant Thor, namely. Fascinating. Shit. That can take you down into a John Keel rabbit hole. But, um... Let's look at the idea of the devil, Satan, Lucifer, who only... He brings you all the bad stuff. I was told as a child that the devil has to ask permission from God before he can harass you. Which is interesting when you're a child and you're being abused in the church. And then someone says, well, because in your mind, well, this is evil. This is the bad guys doing this to me. The bad guy is making all of the bad things happen to me. So he asked for permission for that. And then later on, you see how that abuse honed you, sharpened your sword, and allows you now to cut through to the center of things much quicker. To become stronger in a lot of different ways and more nimble in a lot of ways. I'm sure I've mentioned it before that it's not that I'm glad it happened, but I'm really happy right now. And it's all grist for the mill, as uh, the teacher Ramdas would say. So to be fortunate enough to have a demonic force in your life, to have a painful experience, that's grace. You know, how these things help us and shape us and teach us, it's fascinating, right? It's interesting to me, right? I know this is a a way that a lot of people, you know, don't think. They don't think in terms of having an appreciation for Lucifer or demons or any of these things. Um, You know, there's an appreciation for that stuff. You know, to be able to be in pain and to find the, uh, you know, find the beauty in it. That it was beneficial, that it did help you, it did serve you. Sorry, I'm moving through some weird beach traffic. I don't know what that's about. Um, You know, a lot of... um, People, you know, they talk a lot about shadow work, which um, I love the, uh, doesn't matter. Um, But that's an interesting thing to think about. Is it a shadow or is it shedding light? Right? Um, I think these things are important to look at, that the pain of life is just perfectly beneficial. And for some of you, that's a very difficult thing to, to get your head around because it still hurts a lot, and I understand that, right? Um, I understand that it is a very painful thing. Um, but, you know, you just keep working, and uh, eventually it all starts to make sense. Or it doesn't, and I don't know, this was just a whole, just another uh, rung on the ladder for you, you know, of this incarnation. But as long as we live in a headspace of there is a right and a wrong and a good and an evil and there's a Satan and a God and, and it's this war against da-da-da, all right. You know, I can remember um, 
I had a client who was a uh, prosecutor. And I said something to the effect that evil was a subjective thing. That, you know, like, it's like when you think about, like, a lion, you know, or you watch a bear eat a baby moose while it's still alive and just, just, it's just brutal to watch, right? And, but that bear doesn't think he's a predator. That bear doesn't think it's doing anything wrong. Doesn't mean that you want your baby moose to get eaten by a bear, but you just gotta, you know, there's two sides to it, right? I don't know what that all, I think it's Aldous, Hux, Aldous Huxley that has that quote about the Prince of Peace and the Prince of Darkness. I don't, it doesn't matter. Um, I keep saying that a lot today, it doesn't matter. Um, but he's, this prosecutor was saying, he goes, you know, I've, I've seen pure evil. Yeah, I've seen in the courtroom, I've seen the evil of people. My whole career is built on it. And I said, well, that's fascinating. I said, well, um, I said, what, what would you be doing if you weren't a prosecuting attorney? He goes, I wouldn't. He goes, that's all I want to do. You know, this is all I want to do. My purpose is to put the bad guys in jail. I said, ah, that's fascinating. So thank God there's bad guys for you to put in jail because you probably make pretty good money. Your family probably lives pretty well. So that's one way to look at it, right? Doesn't mean that you pray for evil. Doesn't mean that you pray for bad things, but maybe there's a little bit of a looseness you can have with that. You know, um, I got into a, 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 how do I say it? It wasn't an argument. It was um, me beating somebody over the head with words. But um, they were talking about a cultural appropriation in yoga and the New Age movement, all this kind of shit. And what I found really funny about that was, you know, well, to, just to take a, slide, a slight detour to digress a little bit here, and I alluded to this on Instagram. I said, who wants to hear me do a midweek rant about cultural appropriation, but to appropriate something means to do something without permission, to use something without permission. So, um, those of us that have taken initiation, taken refuge from qualified teachers, uh, so when you tell me that I'm using, that I'm engaging in cultural appropriation by using Sanskrit terms, because that has happened, um, I don't know, you can fuck directly off, but it's usually brought up by somebody who is overly concerned with what people have called social justice. I'm not against social justice, dummy, but I will say this, that if your entire identity is built upon pointing out and wallowing in the suffering of yourself and other people, or maybe you're an author that writes specifically about that topic and your bread is buttered with that, I'm sorry, but uh, sounds to me like you require that in order to maintain your identity. That if everybody's fighting, you have a purpose. If somebody is sad, you now have a purpose. You know, it's interesting. It's like a munitions company isn't going to invest in peace and humanitarian shit. They need the war to keep going so they can keep producing weapons. 
you need the war to keep going so you can keep producing tweets and Instagram posts like a vapid suck hole. Um, so back to this idea of the demonic force, that the pain, the evil of Lucifer and Satan, right? Like when I've been called a Luciferian, thank you, Lightbringer. I'd love to shed some light on a few things and hopefully allow you to think differently. You know, show you that there's another way to be in the world. Flip it over a little bit. You know? So I was, and one of the things that kind of spurred this topic was um, I had seen somebody post something on uh, Facebook about um, uh, God protecting them from the devil and the devil like pushing them and like and all I could think was you know have some gratitude for that thing pushing you that pain that prods you to improve your life that pain that prods you to take better care of your children and yourself something to look at just a thought just another way of thinking Uh, could be right could be wrong um I've been wrong before it's happened. Uh, So pain and discomfort is grace. Um, Fear is helpful. You know, one of my friends, she's a really good climber. And she says fear is what makes her a better climber. She's afraid of getting hurt. You know, as we're talking about Alex Honnold in that uh, documentary, um, Free Solo, how they were saying that his... It takes a lot more for his amygdala to fire and for him to feel fear than it would like the average person. So that being the case, she was like, you know, I kind of need that so I don't make weird mistakes. So, um, yeah, I hope this wasn't crazy. I know that like a lot of bad things happen to a lot of you. Um, it's harder to believe because genetically, um, my skin reflects light a certain way, and I was born into parents that had similar skin color and I'm a cisgendered Caucasian straight male it's hard to believe that anybody would ever uh, mishandle me or treat me bad as a child but it happened Um, and uh, it was uh, it was hard and it still is with me in a lot of ways but uh, if it wasn't for that um, I don't know man I don't know what I would be like you know, if my parents were perfect instead of savage, depression-era country people, I don't know, maybe I'd be walking around with a sweater around my neck and penny loafers. God forbid. Um, you know, just shit to think about. Don't be so mad at the devil. What's that line out of uh, that Anton LaVey used to say? It's in, I think it's maybe part of the nine satanic statements or something about... Um, that the devil has kept the church in business all these years. (laughs) You know, you got to have an enemy. It's kind of like how governments do that, how our government did that, right? You know, you always have to have an enemy. You have to have something that unites the people so that everybody's anger can get on the same page. Everybody can be afraid of the same boogeyman. You know, they need that because that's a control mechanism, right? We all understand that that the, you know, 
Al-Qaeda and jihadists and Muslims, and that's all part of the control mechanism, right? And then COVID, you know, I realize, I know, you got sick and some people died. I know, I understand. Um, I get it. But if you think that that hasn't been a bit of a fucking overreach, I don't know, go listen to NPR or something. But, um, yeah, it's about taking fear and using it as a method to control people's behavior, right? So, I mean, and, and it's, it's, it's very low-hanging fruit to just say that about the church, but think about it more broadly. It's not just, you know, it's, it's maybe it's your belief in hardship, right? You know, you might not believe in a god and a devil, but you'll go to a psychiatrist, your therapist, and they'll, they'll create a devil for you, right, and tell you how bad this thing was. And it is bad. But um, it's not good, you know. It's like nobody wants to be winded, legs full of lactic acid, you know, sun's beating down, like for me, barefoot on a hot road. In a weird way, is it painful? Yeah. Is it uncomfortable? Fuck yeah, it's uncomfortable. Do I love it? Yep. I do. I might be a masochist. Definitely a sadist. But um, anyway, I hope this was remotely hopeful. I'm going to end it on that weird note. Um, after that, if you'd like to support the ongoing effort of the Infinite Spark of Being to, to shed light... Uh, like the glorious Lucifer, the light bringer does. Um, <laughs> you can do that at the infinite. I might lean into that. God damn. Uh, you can do that at the infinite spark of bean.com. Um, uh, buy t-shirts, buy books, join the Patreon. Give me some ideas, man. If you want to do a weekly group, that might be fun. I thought Zoom, wasn't Zoom free for a long time? And now it's like, you get like 49 minutes for free and then you have to, I don't know. We'll figure something out. Um, and uh, I don't have many patrons and I get it. It's, the, those of you that are there, I really appreciate it. Um, and then uh, Venmo is there too if you just want to give me what my old teacher used to call love donation. <laughs> um, all right, I love you. If you got a problem with this, let me know. We can talk about it. Um, re, maybe re-listen to it. I'm not, I, I, it's not intended to be mean or anything like that. Just, just hear me out, you know? Try to not get caught up in your own stuff. But um, I love you. Bye-bye.